You might have seen headlines this week about life expectancy. The increase in life expectancy that we've got used to in the UK has stalled and in the USA it's actually decreased. So what's going on there? Welcome to this week's BMJ podcast. I'm Duncan Jarvis, multimedia editor here at the BMJ. And earlier I talked to Professor Sir Michael Marmot, director of UCL's Institute for Health Equity and author of The Marmot Report, which is into the social determinants of health. The Institute has just released its latest data, showing slowing growth in life expectancy. But to put that into context, I started by asking Michael Marmot about historic trends. I've published the Marmot Review, Fair Society, Healthy Lives, in 2010. And since then, about twice every three years, we've been um, monitoring what's been going on in terms of life expectancy, healthy life expectancy, and some key social determinants of health. We put a lot of emphasis in our previous reports on early child development and education. And I'll come back to that a little bit later because you had a question about that. But this time we thought we'd look at the other end of life and were quite surprised, although there had been some speculation about it, to find that the rate of increase of life expectancy had slowed. And given that the majority of deaths occur after age 75, uh, this is obviously an issue for older age. Although I should say that what happens at older age clearly is a reflection of what's happened earlier in the life course, as well as what's happening in contemporary fashion. And historically, over really about 100 years, for men, life expectancy had improved about one year every three and a half years. And for women, it had improved about one year every five years. And in relation to your question, uh, has it been steady? Yeah, fairly steady. I mean, there was a stalling in the 1930s, for example. Um, So it's a bit up and down, but fairly steady. And certainly post-World War II, it had been pretty steady. And what we described and reported on on Monday and Tuesday was the fact that since 2010, that rate of increase of life expectancy has slowed. About half, uh, is about half the speed. So for men, instead of improving one year every three and a half years, it was one year every six years. And for women, instead of improving one year every five years, it was one year every 10 years. That's quite extraordinary given the, you know, the tumultuous last century that we've had that, you know, you were saying life expectancy was increasing steadily and it's only now recently that that's leveled off. Yeah. Um, it's, so it's quite it's quite notable and, and alarming. Mm. And that's not because we have reached just the upper limits of kind of humans' biological 
viability? I don't think it is because we've reached the limits. Because if we look at the Nordic countries, for example, uh, um, countries of East Asia, Japan, Singapore, Hong Kong, they have longer life expectancy than we do, and it's still increasing. Hong Kong now, if you look at the latest figures from the United Nations Development Program, Hong Kong now has the longest life expectancy in the world. So it's just continued to increase. It's reasonable to speculate that at some point it's got to level off, but I don't think we're there yet. And so how does Hong Kong compare to the UK? Life expectancy for women is about three years longer in Hong Kong, three or four years longer, and similar for men, three or four years longer. That's enormous. It is. And we've been through a period of austerity, we've been through recession, um, we've seen cuts to the NHS. I mean, the picture is quite messy. Do you have any idea about what is causing that slowdown? Well, lots of ideas, but I don't know the definitive answer. And so the the second part of the picture to look at as we think about ideas of what may have caused the slowdown is that we document in our latest report the persisting inequalities in health geographically. So the best is Kensington and Chelsea, which turns out to be the richest borough, uh, the richest local authority in England. And um, life expectancy in Kensington and Chelsea is seven to nine years longer than it is in the worst of. So uh, life expectancy for men in Kensington and Chelsea is 83 Um, The worst off was Blackpool, 74, so a nine-year gap. Mm. And life expectancy for women in Kensington, Chelsea, 86, and in Manchester, 79, a seven-year gap. Mm. But even more dramatic than those differences I've just described, if we look, for example, within Kensington and Chelsea, which is the richest local authority In England, there are huge inequalities in life expectancy. So uh, the worst off is about 14 years shorter than the best off. And that probably relates to the huge inequalities in economic and social conditions. In Kensington and Chelsea, the average salaried income is about just over 120,000 per person per year. And the median, so that's the average, the median is something like 32,700. So that means that half the population in Kensington, Chelsea, earn 32,700 or or less. Mm -hmm. But the average, the mean, is 123,000. So there's some big earners that make up for the half that are earning 32,700 or less. Mm. So huge social and economic inequalities within the borough. 
And it's no accident that Grenfell Tower is located in the deprived part of the borough, not mm. the rich part. Mm. So when we come back to your question now, what's going on that might have 